Welcome to the Weekend Entertainment Edition of the Literature and Film Podcast, a.k.a. The We Laugh. Our mission is to inform you of the latest entertainment choices for the weekend ahead, either at the cinema or streaming at home. And now, from a remote location on the East Coast, in the heart of Flying Bull Productions Studios, your host, Richard Lusk and Ryan Bull. episode 120 of laugh i'm ryan bold joining me as always is my co-host richard lusk how are you sir i'm great just great we have a big slate of movies to look at because this is the valentine's day weekend is this a big weekend for you yeah you really days (laughs) you really love these movies uh very excited about one lukewarm on another and the third i'll rent it from Redbots for my wife in a couple months i know i have a feeling which one you're excited about you do? Yeah, what is it? Deadpool. So why why are you so excited? It's an R-rated action movie. I know, you love R- the R-rated idea. action superhero movie. You love the idea of the R-rated action superhero movie. Definitely. You talk about this all the time. Yeah, and there have been a couple of them, but they've all been more independently financed films. The closest would be the last Punisher film, but I think that was mm-hmm. uh, invested in by some Eastern European block of countries. Well, so. With Dolph Lundgren? No, that was the first one. Oh, okay. And then you have the one with uh, Thomas Jane, and then this last one had Ray Winston as okay. the Punisher. That was pretty good. It's over the top. It's one of Pey- Peyton Oswald's favorite action films, action superhero films. I hear good things about Deadpool. It's already had the sequel uh, get greenlit. This is coming to us from Fox Films. It's about a former special service operative turned mercenary who's subjected to a rogue experiment that leaves him with accelerated healing powers and he adapts the alter ego of deadpool isn't that just hulk he heals really quick but he still has all this cancer in his system he agrees to do the experiment because he's got cancer so he still has cancer and he's horribly disfigured because the cancer's constantly scarring up his body but he's healing from it all the time Constant state of rejuvenation. Yeah, he's uh, played by Ryan Reynolds, who has previously played mm-hmm. Deadpool. He played him in X-Men Origins, Wolverine. It was a different character altogether. Uh, it's a new origin story, they, I Yeah, they did some stupid stuff. They stitched up the guy's mouth so he couldn't talk. It, it, it was very bad, but Ryan Reynolds has apparently loved, loved the Deadpool and has been trying for years to get this film to be made. Uh, about a year and a half ago, Fox accidentally leaked a uh, teaser clip that was never supposed to see the light of day and mm-hmm. the internet went wild for it and said, yeah, this is the Deadpool movie we want. And amazingly the film got greenlit and they're making this R rated accidentally on purpose. Yeah. Also has TJ Miller. You like him in Silicon Valley. Yeah. I kind of like that guy. Yeah, he's, he's the big hairy guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's a uh, Marina Barsakran. <laughs> She's playing his love interest. Okay. She, it- she's a uh, Dr. Lisa Tompkins on Gotham. That means nothing to me. I saw one episode of Gotham. Oh, you're, you're, you love Gotham too. Yeah, you can't sleep on the Gotham. It's good. It's no. good. We're having a superhero on TV renaissance. The thing that bothers me about Deadpool is just my general problem with society. I like the advertising for it is very crass and very. We've just had a coarsening of our societal fabric, and it rubs me raw. I mean, I'm I'm a pretty crude person, in just in general, and I have crude thoughts, and I like crude comedies as much as the next guy, probably even more so. 
I just don't like our society to be that way. I don't want our society to be like me. That's fine. I, I I like the crudeness here in superhero films because they're all too shiny and everyone's too perfect and happy and all gung ho. Let's do it for America. Yeah, I I get it. I get the appeal. I I just I'm I'm. Eh. I mean, I'm not. I I generally don't like superhero movies. So but we're going to go see this this weekend, right? Mm, I have to go see Review it next week on the show. I guess so. Excellent. I so guess so. That's my big pick. That's what I'm gonna say about. Uh, do any of the other two films interest you? Not really. All right. But... Well, then let's talk about Zoolander <laughs> two. <laughs> Actually, I too like. I I kind of am interested in Two Lander. Two Lander. Yeah. Uh, Ben Stiller's. Re- uh, no, it's not a remake. It's sequel. just a sequel to Zoolander. Yeah, the 2001 film. Starring, again, Ben Stiller and uh, Owen Wilson as Hansel. Derek Zoolander must stop a conspiracy to kill the world's most beautiful people. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good it's, topic. It's simple and it's perfect. Ben Stiller's best movies. Directing. I mean, he did... Uh, his most recent one was The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Not bad. Not uh, great. Not horrible. You, I know one of our co potential co-hosts or sometimes co-hosts here loves tropic thunder i think you liked it too eh, no no nah, like it wasn't it. as big it, I, there were, i like the ideas i didn't like the execution uh he did zoolander originally mm-hmm. really like that and then cable guy i think is an underrated classic love the cable guy cable guy very that's strong. my top ben stiller movie although i love ben stiller i really like his dad mr stiller and uh this one stars justin bieber stars <laughs> cameos he makes a cameo and you see what happens to him in the cameo and in the trailer of the cameo <laughs> it's not there for very long no know. uh this isn't tracking too well though apparently this is tracking to do under 20 million uh is it not critically well um, I, I think the stiller might be getting a little old plus this is a sequel to a film that came out 15 years ago well so today's teenagers weren't able to even Zoolander founded an audience. It, it, even 15 years ago, it was a, it was, they had a lot longer time in theaters to find an audience. You didn't have to have an audience built in, or um, <laughs> viral marketing didn't exist back then. So it was able to build over time. A lot like um, a movie like his other movie, Dodgeball. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of those comedies you come back to, like Anchorman. Anchorman didn't make a big splash. In the box office, but over time it became, I don't want to say a cult classic, but I guess on watching it on video or watching it on uh, HBO or, you know, then cable channels afterwards, it became more and more accepted, more and more part of the, I don't know, the the vocabulary of kids. I mean, I was in college for those films and pretty much anyone's dorm room you went into, they had those movies on DVD. Right. So everyone watched it, the outtakes, and they probably made three times what they made in the box office on DVD sales and rentals because that used to be a thing. Yeah, I don't know if they'll take that, um, if the studio will accept that now. They expect money out of the gate, I think. Oh, and probably all the funny parts will leak onto YouTube so you can just watch the YouTubes. Well, then also the trailer becomes the funny all the funny parts yeah so. there's a trailer for the movie that we're reviewing out this week that has one of the best scenes in film but it's a trailer they just released it as a trailer mm-hmm. that almost that entire scene and that i mean that bothers me in a sense but i think that they feel our attention span is so 
uh, short that they need to they need to put the best stuff out there. That's always been a common problem I've had All with right. trailers, especially comedies. Let's table that because I want to come back to that when we review Hail Caesar on episode one twenty one. Fine, because leave it there. Penelope Cruz is also because why? Yeah, I just I, we got we got to dig into that one some more, and we don't have time on the we left. Fair enough. Penelope Cruz stars as Valentina. Do you think that they knew that they were going to be releasing this near Valentine's Day? And they named her Valentina as a result? Probably not. Probably not. I don't think this has moved around, though, on the scheduling too much. like the Penelope Cruz a lot. I like Ben Stiller. Will Ferrell's like coming Owen back. Owen Wilson. Yeah, Will Ferrell's in there. Don't like Justin too much, but don't really care. I guess it's good to have him kill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of the three movies, this is probably the one I'm most interested in. Over See? Deadpool. Yeah, I told you. I'm not, you know I'm not into superhero movies. All right. Well, That's not my thing. The last film coming out is our romance comedy. Last weekend, we had the Nicholas Sparks movie, The Choice, coming out as it, the romance film. Mm-hmm. This is the rom-com, mm-hmm. How to Be Single, starring Dakota Johnson of Fifty Shades of Grey fame, Rebel Wilson from the Pitch Perfect movies, Allison Brie from Community, and Leslie Mann from This is 40. L-Train fave. Yeah. Oh, you're a big Leslie Mann fan? I'm a big man fan. Big man fan. Uh, coming to us from director Kristen Ditter. He did a little Lily Collins rom-com, Love, Rosie, which did pretty well over in yeah. England. And Never heard of it. Stuff. Yeah, uh, this one features uh, a bunch of lonely singles in New York City looking for love. Just <laughs> the right match. Right. Um, all they have in common is the need to learn how to be single in a world filled with ever-evolving definitions of love. Didn't we just see Yay. this in Trainwreck? Yeah, but now it's four women instead of one. <laughs> well, except Leslie Mann is probably the mentor. She's the I older. think she's newly single. She's going to be the uh, one who's divorced in this. Or she leaves her, yeah, cheating husband. Dakota Johnson's new to New York. Rebel Wilson is the funny friend who knows everything. I'm not real sure where Allison Brie fits in here. And she's an odd one because she can play 20 or she can play 35. But I'm- she's really funny. I don't. I don't know any. I don't know anything. But I like Rebel Wilson. I know you're not big on her. No, she's big on herself. She's funny. <sighs> I think all any of the funny parts though I've seen probably in in trailers. There's a right way to be single, a wrong way to be single, and then there's Alice. Doesn't <laughs> that just sound like kind of tropey? Just as a tagline, doesn't that just sound sort of lazy? Oh, yeah. That's but what scares me about this movie. It's going to do some good business. I'm hoping there are lots of couples fighting in the movie theater over whether to see Deadpool or whether to go watch this. The, the sequel is How to Be Married? How to Be singles Er. <laughs> What's the sequel to Deadpool? Dead Pond? <laughs> Dead Ocean? No, the pond of the pool. There's a pond and a pool. Stagnant Deadpool? <laughs> I don't know. Stagnant pond. I'm excited, though, that they've already greenlit the sequel. Hopefully we can get that within two years. To Deadpool or to How to Be Single? To Deadpool. Oh, okay. Zoolander 3, they'll be in wheelchairs (laughs) in another 15 years. If they wait that long in between. If it does well in the box office, they won't wait that long. I wonder if they got Bowie to do another cameo in this before his death. Ooh, maybe. Because he was one of the best parts of uh, the first one. Yeah, it's, it's possible that they did that. Because oh. he is, uh, he was a big part of that. Cameos will play a part in Zoolander too. My question to you on this is: of the, t- I mean, Deadpool's going to win mm-hmm. outright, but will it? And so it's probably going to be the best, the the top 
grossing movie of 2016. Will Deadpool be? No, it will be after this weekend, right now. For how long will that last, though? <laughs> I wonder what you would have to do. Be... Does Star Wars count us still? Like, whatever Star Wars is just done no, here. No, because it's a 215. Okay, so we don't take the five no. weeks. Of all the movies, like, Jane Got a Gun and some of the other movies. I don't know if this movies. is the number, if this will be the highest grossing after this weekend because of Kung Fu Panda 3. Uh, uh, highest opening. Highest opening weekend. Highest I think opening it'll get weekend. opening weekend sure. Kung Fu Panda. Um, it might temporarily take the crown of highest grossing film. So my question in terms of box office is, will Two Lander beat How to Be Single? Or will it? Will How to Be Single beat Two Lander? Oh, I'm not sure how How to Be Single's tracking. I would guess it'll do $25 million. So I think it'll beat out Zoolander. I'm saying Zoolander 2 does $17 million. All right, and then where are, you, uh, where are your thoughts? I think, I think they're both. You're high on both of those, because right. I, I, I think Kung Fu Panda is still going to make some money. But neither one of the, as as far as I know, I hadn't seen the the tomato meter for Two Lander or for How to Be Single too. Which do you think will have a lower tomato meter? Ooh, I'll say How to Be Single. All right, I think the people don't like the Rebel Wilson as much as you do. All right, fair enough. I know they don't like Dakota Johnson too much. I don't even think she has much of a, a built-in audience. They didn't like her being picked for Fifty, 50 Shades. Shades of Grey. And now isn't she like playing a version of that role? I think so. So, I mean, it's, it's an interesting reinvention. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this does. Kung Fu Panda made $41.25 million. Opening weekend? The opening weekend, yeah. yeah. I, I think Deadpool's tracking for 55 to $60 million. There you go. So, see, should win. Uh, for people staying at home, what they can do is they can swing by the good old Red Box and pick up 99 Homes, starring Andrew Garfield and Michael Shannon. Uh, this film should have gotten a lot more awards consideration, at least some talk. It's a really good film. It uh, follows the housing crash of 2008 and what 2010. A uh, single father loses his house, and he ends up having to work for the real estate mogul who foreclosed on his home in order to make ends meet and to be able to move back into a home. So he becomes the thing he despises most in this world. I think I like this film a little more than uh, The Big Short, a film we're going to I agree with you there. If you're going to have a a movie based on the 2008 housing crisis, this is a more enjoyable movie to see. But a lot of people disagree. The Big Short has an inside line on Best Picture. I think it won the Director's Guild Award. Could be. For Best Picture, I think. And I know Spotlight won drama in the, uh, not the Grammys, the... Whatever the foreign press awards, whatever the Golden Globes. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's going to be a tough race to call. I mean, because you have The Martian doing well, The Revenant. A lot of people are big on that still. Yeah. There is no front runner except uh, Big Short is in the top half of the eight movies. I think we'll have a better idea after we do all of our reviews, and I think those reviews are coming out this weekend. The first one yeah. will start rolling out over the next wait. two weeks. Yeah. Uh, big big fun. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Go Rent, 99 Homes, very good film, not seen by nearly enough people. Yeah, did you mention who he, uh, Garfield plays against? Garfield plays against Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon's uh, an L-Train fave, too. Yeah, Shannon was nominated for Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor. He didn't end up winning. Uh, he lost to Sylvester Stallone this year. Shannon is fantastic. People probably best remember him for playing Zod in the latest Superman film. Man yeah, that Steel. was his breakout role. Yeah. He was also in um, Shotgun Stories, Boardwalk Take Empire. Oh. He, he got a lot of 
critical acclaim for that. And he's a stage actor. So a lot of the people know and love him in, up in yeah. uh, Chicago. I he's think. Really good. From um, if people have streaming at home, what should they get? Well, if you can't get enough of Ryan Reynolds, you feel you go to see Deadpool and you're like, oh my God, this is the best movie I've ever seen. You might have to go see The Voices because that really is the best Ryan Reynolds movie I've ever seen. And it's streaming on Amazon Prime. It's my Amazon Prime pick of the week. The Voices is about a man who uh, is a likable criminal and he falls in love or he, he falls in like with a co-worker and things don't go quite so well. Problem is he's schizophrenic and his animals talk to him. He's got a cat named Mr. Whiskers. It's got a Scottish accent. Apparently voiced by uh, by Ryan Reynolds. And he's got a dog named Bosco. Also voiced by Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> the dog and the cat don't get along. There's some very funny lines out of the blue. It's a little, uh, I don't know, cartoony. It's got that weird, like sometimes there'll be animation on the screen. The sort of impressionistic, I guess. And sort of, uh, maybe a little too quirky by half. But it's still funny. There's still some really funny lines. Especially if you have a dark, cynical sense of humor, like... Like we do. We do. <laughs> uh, I heard people talk about how great it was. Uh, and I, for whatever reason, I'd just been pushing it away from me and decided to sit down and watch it. And I was pleasantly surprised. And thus it makes my Amazon Prime pick of the week. The like voices. It. All right. Before we do the rundown, we got to thank uh, John Anderson. He is the voice you hear at the top of this show. He is the announcer that gets us off to a great start on each and every uh, episode of the We Laugh. If you want him to work with you on your next project, you can email him at hawk1man at yahoo.com. That's hawk, the number one, and then man with two N's. Oh, that's Leslie Man. Yeah. And that's at yahoo.com. We thank you, John Anderson, for all the help you've given this show. Uh, all right, so the rundown. Three movies coming out this weekend. We're both going to go see Deadpool, but you're more interested in seeing Zoolander 2. Yeah, Star- but I can wait for it to come out on video. All right, that stars uh, Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson, and neither of us want to go see How to Be Single. If you swing by the Red Box, you should pick up 99 Homes, starring Andrew Garfield and Michael Shannon. And if you got Amazon Prime, you should go watch Ryan Reynolds in The Voices. You can make it a double feature this weekend of Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, next episode, we're doing Hail Caesar, the Coen Brothers latest Hail film. Hail Caesar. <laughs> That's an interesting choice there. Yeah. Well, for how to say the title. Uh, Is that how you're going to say it on the next show every single time? Maybe. I like it. Well, there's a pause and then there's an exclamation point. So how's that again? Hail Caesar. <laughs> there be dragons. Box <laughs> and them, everybody. I'm ready. All right. Welcome to episode 120 of Laugh. I am um, someone. Who do I want to be? I don't know. You can be whoever you want to be. I can be bull. I believe in myself. Just figure it out. Yeah. Don't have an existential crisis right before we're about to go online. Do we need any of that? Yeah, maybe. It's free right. stuff. Three minutes in then. Um, Welcome to episode 120 of Laugh. I am Ryan Bull. Joining me, as always, is Richard Lusk. How are you, sir? I'm great. I don't think you <laughs> like that one. No, I don't care. That's fine. I can do it better. You're good. No, all right. Do it better. All right.